Well, praise the Lord. As you see in your program, the title of this message is Reaching Our Generations for Jesus. Reaching Our Generations for Jesus. It must have been on Wednesday morning. Um, I slept late Wednesday, real late. And um, when I did wake up, the Lord said to me, uh, he asked me a question, and uh, out of it came this title. But the question was, are you reaching your generation for Jesus? Are you reaching your generations with Jesus? So I knew that God had some more to tell me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he wouldn't ask me that kind of question if he didn't have more to say. Amen? Amen. So I began to look at, well, Lord, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and, you know, so forth and so on. But the question still remains, are you reaching your generations for Jesus? So I knew that t- today when... Uh, when it, it just I knew that the title for this message was Reaching Our Generations for Jesus. Yeah. Last week I spoke on miracles, uh, seeing the, the miracle of seeing the lost saved. Mm-hmm. The miracle of seeing the lost saved. It is a miracle for anybody to get saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen? Yes. All right. So, so, so it is awesome. And it is a miracle to see the lost saved. But I want to go back over some scriptures today with us that are very familiar to us. But we've got a job to do. Yes. Yep. And oh, it's yes. not all about us. Right. Amen. Amen. Uh, in, in, the, in the book of First uh, Timothy, chapter 2, verses, uh, verses seven, uh, 1 through 7, right in there, God says something. He tells us something that is so important for us to understand the heart of God. All right? He mm-hmm. says it is, it, it, the heart, God's heart's desire mm-hmm. is that people be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. Mm-hmm. So why did God send his son? What does John 3.16 say? God so loved the world, the whole world, every person in it, no matter what kind of person they are, we are. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him would not what? Perish, but have what? Everlasting life. So that very scripture tells us so many things that are so important. One, that there is a God. Yes. That there is a God. Mm-hmm. And he is God all by himself. Yes. yes. So God, and then it tells us something that's so important that will take us through eternity. He loves us. Yes. He loves us. So no matter where we are in our circumstances, God purely loves us. So his foundation on which he builds in our lives is a foundation of pure love. Love that we don't even comprehend. Love that we don't even understand. You know what I'm saying? We don't understand it. We can't, we can't grab hold of it and put our arms around it. No, it's bigger than us. So much bigger. But he loves us. Then he loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. So there had to be a reason why God would give his son. There had to be a reason why God would cause his son to go to Calvary. 
There had to be a reason why God would have his son die on a cross. And then when he called, when the son calls on him on the cross, he has to say, Lord God, why have you forsaken me? Why would he forsake his son on the cross? There's a reason. And we've got to understand the reason was because of sin. It's because of sin. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and disobeyed God, it caused all, it caused uh, all of, of the world, every creature, every creation afterwards, every person afterwards, to be born into sin. And sin is something God hates. He doesn't smile on it. He doesn't wink about it. It's, sin is something he hates. And God knows within himself that if the person remains in that sinful state, they will be banished from him forever. He knows that. We may not know it and understand it, but he knows it. And so God seeing the state of mankind after Adam and Eve sinned, God had to do something about it. There is not a work that man could do. There is not so much love that he, a man could give. There, there's nothing so much good that man could do that would cause him to get him back into a relationship with God. The only thing that man can do that can get him back into a relationship with God is to accept his gift, Jesus. That's the only thing. That's the only thing that they can do. I don't care how much good they do. I don't care even if they die, they burn themselves up for something good. And people have done it. But if they didn't accept Jesus and they burned themselves up, they'll be looking from hell to see Jesus. Because just as real as heaven is, hell is real. Just as real. And so we've got to understand that the heart of God doesn't want anyone to be lost. And he made the provision in giving his son Jesus so that no one would have to be. For whosoever believeth in him would not what? Perish. Would not go to hell. Perish. Because there is a heaven to win and a hell to shun. There is going to be a great white throne judgment where everyone will stand before God. And if they have not accepted him, they won't be able to say, well, I didn't know. Nobody told me. Well, I lived a good life. I was a good person. You saw how I gave to that one and gave to that one. And he will say, depart from me. I don't even know you. Because they did not accept Jesus. And they'll, be, and they'll say, well, I, was, I have an excuse. I have a reason. Nobody told me. And he'll say, you are a liar. Because the book of Colossians tells us that if no one else told us, God is responsible for getting the gospel to them. Do you hear what I'm saying? God is responsible for getting the gospel to them. Amen? And he gets it to everybody. And they make a decision to say yes to Jesus or no to Jesus. Don't come no other way. There is no other way to come to to God. No other way. There is no other Savior. I don't care who they are. Muhammad is not the Savior. Not some of these other people that they have. They're not the Savior. 
Now, all of them believe something about Jesus. You know what I'm saying? All of them kind of stick Jesus in there some kind of way. But if you're really sticking Jesus in there, then you got to listen to what Jesus says. And Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And then what he says, he clears it all up. No man comes to the Father but by me. Amen. That makes it very clear. I don't care where you are or what you think or how you believe. If you don't come through Jesus, you're not saved. If you're not coming through Jesus, then you're on your way to hell. If we don't come the way of the cross, then you have no life. Hell is real. Hell is real. Would you want your children to go there? No. Then you got to tell them about Jesus. Hello. Yes. Hello. Don't let them get up there and say, but but my mama never told me. My grandmother never told me. My neighbor, she went to church every Sunday, but she never opened her mouth to me about Mm. Jesus. What an awful thing. Mm. If you never tell people about Jesus. Mm. We've got a job to do. Amen. We're not just here to live. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do we understand that? We're not just here to live and die. Mm-hmm. We're here for the purpose of getting Amen. the lost saved. Amen. That's our purpose. We're here for the purpose of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with everybody. We've got a generation to win for Christ That's right. and to Christ. We've got a, we got people to win. There are people in our in our families yes. that don't know Jesus. Yes. Have yes. we said yes. something yes. to them? Oh yes, yes. Have we said anything to them about accepting Jesus? Mm. Have we told them that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life? Have we said to them that God loves them, has a plan for their lives? Have we said to them that you're a sinner and without Jesus you're lost? Have we said to them that Jesus went to the cross to get you saved? Have we said to them, why don't you accept him if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus? Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you are saved. I don't care how much time you go knocking on doors out here. That's right. Lord Jesus. That won't save you. Have we done our job? Are we doing our job? Are we telling people about the Lord Jesus? Amen? Amen. All right? There is a, there is a heaven to gain. And there's a hell to shun. And I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want my worst enemy to go to hell. So I have a responsibility. Why do you think we're living in the neighborhoods we're living in? Mm. To be a light in that community Amen. for Jesus. Why do you think we're working on the jobs that we're working? To be a light for Jesus. Right. Why do you think he has us meeting people as we go along from day to day? And they're just talking about anything to you. Yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? What, what's the purpose? So that they can be, you can at least tell them about Jesus. Why do you think he has you living in the place where you're living? With the people that you're living with. Why do you think he's bringing people into that place? He'll he'll bring somebody here to work on the lights or to work on the air condition. And we make sure that before they leave here, we ask them, do you know Jesus? Oh, Because I don't want blood on my hands when I go before the throne. I don't want Jesus to say, you didn't tell him. 
You got saved, but you didn't tell them. So what if you go to them and they laugh at you? So what? So what? So what if you go to them and they say, I don't want that stuff? So what? Our job is to tell them. Amen. Our job is to tell them. We are the plant of water, but God is the one who brings it. Yes. Yes. But we sure better be doing our job. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thank you, Jesus. We sure better be doing our job. Yes, thank you, Jesus. We've got a job to do. We're not here on earth just for nothing. If if that was so, once we got saved, all Jesus had to do was take us up. But no, he left us here, didn't he? When Jesus when Jesus got ready to ascend to heaven, he had his disciples right there, right? Uh, and he could have said, y'all just come on and go with me. It's all, it's, all, it's, it's all taken care of. No, he didn't. He told them, go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, baptizing him in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. For lo, he says, I am with you. Always. Even until the end of the world. So if there's no other reason we go, it's because he's with us to go. He's with us to go. He's empowered us by the Holy Spirit to go. To tell people about Jesus. We're not just living for nothing. We're not just living to make a living and to live high on the horse or whatever. A hog or whatever it's called. High on a hog, I guess. You know, we're not just living for those reasons. We're living because we're supposed to be lights in the world. Do you know that we're supposed to be making even the Jews jealous? That's right. That's, That's right. You're so right. We are the chosen generation, yeah. a holy people. It called our people a priesthood unto God. That should show forth the praises of him who has called us, uh, you know, into, into his marvelous life. For his glory, for his honor, for his praise. They're supposed to be not Jews. are supposed to be learning about yes. Jesus. Yeah. Yes. They need to be saved too. Mm-hmm. It's the, the church started with them, with those 12 who, right. were, the, who were Jews. Yes. You know, they were the first Christians. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. But, but, but it, did, it didn't end there. And, and they, many have turned their backs on God. You may be working around Jews. You may be working around somebody who doesn't yes. know yes. Jesus. Yes. How are you living before them? Mm. What kind of lifestyle are you living when you're outside of the church? Mm. What, what are you talking about? What's your conversation like? Is it honorable to God? What's our lifestyle like? It matters how we live. It matters how we live. Remember Pastor Joseph Sharon from John 17 uh, where Jesus says, I sanctify myself for their sake. It is certainly a shame for pastors to be heard of doing sinful acts. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because we have a responsibility before our God to live a holy life. To live right in the sight of God. For their sakes. You have a responsibility to live right in front of your family, in front of your friends, in front of your loved ones. Why? For their sake. For souls to come into the kingdom. I remember we came I came from a missionary Baptist church. 
So we witnessed, uh, we went out on the street a lot. And I love street witnessing. But I, where did I get it from? I grew up in it. You know what I'm saying? And so, so we would go out on the street, uh, the, the, the young people, the teenagers and the uh, young adults, uh, we would go out on the street with the other adults and we would tell people about Jesus, tell people about Jesus, tell people about Jesus. It was a part of the way we came up. And I remember my mother, and I would look at her when she's getting ready to give out a track, and she would, she would be intense, the, the intensity on her face to, to, to mm. just want that one person saved. Mm-hmm. She'd go after people. Mm-hmm. You know, she'd go, go after them. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I remember one, one, one man, you know, she would, she would say, uh, she, you know, because when we did, we, when we went on the street, we got information from people. We get their name and their phone numbers that they give it to us, you know. And then we follow up because that's a part of what we're supposed to do. So we followed up with them. So my mother would call this man Marvin. His name was Marvin. He said, she said, are you coming to church with me tomorrow? Mama said, oh, yes. Oh, yes, Sister Washington, I'm coming. You know, so tomorrow would come, he wouldn't come. <laughs> Next week, Marvin? Saturday. I'd call him up on Saturday. You coming to church with me? Oh, sure, Sister Washington. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come there with you. I'm coming with you. Yes, I'm coming. You know, she, she says, okay, you know, Sunday come, he don't go. You know what I'm saying? This happened, I don't know how long. I don't know how long. So one Sunday, she, Saturday, she called him. Mommy, you going to come to church with Sister Washington? Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, she just wore him down. <laughs> you come, come to church with him, Mommy? He said, okay. I'm coming to church with you. He got to church, got saved. Amen. God saved. Marvin is preaching the gospel today. He's got his own church. (laughs) 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 But was it worth it? Was it worth it for him to to call him? He knew he. She knew he wasn't. wasn't (laughs) But was it worth it? She went after the soul. She went after the soul. You see what I'm saying? She went after the soul. I remember when she was. We we were then taken care of after 2002 when she got this evil report. And so none of us lived in New Orleans at the time, but she lived there and she didn't want to go into a house. She didn't want to go, and she didn't want to come to either one of our houses, you know what I'm saying, to live. She wanted to stay in New Orleans. Well, I didn't know all of this then. I knew this afterwards. But Medill, she was planted there by God mm-hmm. for soul. For soul. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. So, so her last days would have to be there. Mm-hmm. So what did we do? She don't want to go. We are gonna take care of her. Mm. So we would take months. Our spouses, all our spouses, let us go. So I would take a month. Cora would take a month. We would take a month, and we mm. would spend the month there with her because that's where she wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. We all knew she was going home. You know, we knew she knew she was going home. She was ready. Mm-hmm. Everything was prepared. She'd take care of all the business at the church because she was in everything. <laughs> She'd take care of all the business at the church, made sure people were in charge of the different things. She was she was ready. You know what I'm saying? When I and so so different times that I go, we do different things. And so this particular time the Holy Spirit said, Get her in the car. Get her in the car. So I got her in the car. And I said, Medea, the Holy Spirit says to take you around to whatever communities you want to go in. And you just wave your hands and start praying in the Holy Ghost over mm-hmm. See, she couldn't go anymore. Mm-hmm. She couldn't do it on her own anymore. Mm-hmm. But we had a car. 
right? Mm. And so we would go, and she'd say, go in this direction. I'd go in that direction. She'd lay her hands toward that area and just pray, mm. asking for every one of them. Mm. She'd say, go this way. I'd go this way. Mm. She'd lay her hands yeah. and she'd just pray. Mm. She'd, go, she'd say, go this way. I'd go that way. Mm. Lay her hands over that area and just pray. Godfather, give them to her God. Give them the souls, Lord. Mm. I remember she had started this, had be a, a part of starting this whole thing called Citywide Revivals in New Orleans. And uh, so she couldn't go. So I said, Madea, I'm going in your stead. I'm, I'm standing in the gap for you. I'm going. So I went out on the street with other people who were going on the street to witness. And we were witnessing and talking to people about Jesus. And I remember this young man, you know, he was drunk. He came to us drunk. He was, you know, beat over and so forth. But he couldn't pass us any other way because we were all in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So he got to come pass us. You know, and, and I and a, and a minister was with me, you know. And so he comes and he can't hardly stand up and talk and so forth and so on. And I said, out of my belly came, in the name of Jesus, alcohol, you get out of the way. This man will accept Jesus today. Well, the pastor, the minister left me, you know, because he wasn't used to doing it that way. You know what I'm saying? But when you, this is the part of the witness, and you got to, by the power of the Holy Ghost, and you just be led by the Spirit, and you do what the Spirit of God tells you to do. This is a part of the witness. You see what I'm saying? And, and that man got saved, sobered up, got saved right there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, we don't play out here. Mm-hmm. We're not playing with the devil. We're not, we're not yeah. dancing with the devil no, here. No, We've no. got a job to so do. Amen. 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 We've got a job to do. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to do it with all of our fervor. So one of the things I wanted to share with you is Matthew chapter 9, verse 37 and 38. It says, the harvest is plentiful. And then it says, do something. Pray. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers into the field. All right. So what do we do every morning? Father, I'm a laborer. I'm a laborer. Amen. So use me today to talk to somebody about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And then when you uh, talk to them, you got to be prepared to share with them. Amen? So what have we done? We gave you the four spiritual laws. Once you become a member here, the first thing that we take you through in that class is the four spiritual laws. How to lead a person to Christ. So it is number one, God loves you. And he has a plan for your life. Isn't that correct? All right, then we quote the scripture, John chapter 3, verse 16. Uh, You know, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, him, would not perish, but have everlasting life. Then they've got to understand number two that all of all of us are sinners. So all have sinned. So all have sinned. Romans three twenty three and, and fall short of the glory of God. Isn't that right? Romans six twenty three. The wages of sin is what death, but the gift of God is what eternal life through Christ Jesus. You see what I'm saying? So we got to know what to say to people. We got to be prepared when we go out to witness to people to talk to people about Jesus. There's to be some scriptures in us in reference to this. Isn't that correct? There's to be some word in. Us. We should know how to lead a person to Christ. 
Is that understood? Mm-hmm. All right, then, then, how, then once you've done that, it's not just enough to know that. You've got to know that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the light. Mm-hmm. But it's not just enough to know that God loves you and has a plan for your life. It's not just know, enough to know that you're a sinner and you need to be saved. Yeah, yeah, it's not just enough to know that Jesus died for your sins. You've got to do something. And in John chapter 1 verse 12, but as many as receive him. So what do you have to do? A person has to receive Jesus. You see? And they become the children of God. Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you are saved. So what are we doing when we go out there to talk to people about Jesus? We share these things with them. Bring them to the point that is there any reason why you would not accept Jesus knowing these things? And then if they say, no, there's no reason why I wouldn't, well, would you pray this prayer with me? Father, I believe that Jesus died for me. Romans 10, 9 and 10. I believe that you raised him from the dead. Jesus, uh, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and live your life in and through me. Persons saved on their way to heaven. Now, should they begin to live for Christ? Yes. Our next responsibility is get information on them. Call them. Invite them to church. Get them into a fellowship where they can begin to grow in the word. Grow in the things of God. You see what I'm saying? Grow in Christ to the point that they're ready to go out. Do you see what we're saying? Yeah. All right. And that's what we should be doing over and over and Amen. over and over Amen. and over. And we should never tire of it. Amen. We should never tire of it. Because we don't want not one to be lost. Mm. Not mm. one. I don't care who they are. Mm. We don't want them to be lost. Mm. But we got to go after them. Yes. I mean, we got to, Jesus said his command when he was on his way to heaven was go. It was go. Our responsibility is to go. It didn't say, Lord, bring them all in here. You know, and when they get here, the pastor preach to them. And, you know, they'll pray the prayer after they, after they, they preach. And they may get saved. No, it didn't say that. It says, you go. You preach the gospel. You teach them. Do you see what we're saying? Yeah. It's so very important. Souls are at stake. Souls are at stake. Are we winning our generation for Mm. Jesus? Mm. Are we telling people about Jesus? Can we make them accept Christ? If we could, we would, wouldn't we? Mm -hmm. We can't make them, but we got to tell them. Jesus says, you go. You preach. You teach. Isn't that right? You baptize when they come to Christ. But we can't make them. But we got to tell them. Because we don't want anyone to say... Well, I live right next door to such and such a person, and they—I saw them going to church and coming back, and you know, they, but I got, they never told me anything. We've got a job to do. So let's determine in our hearts today. If we've not determined before today, let's make a decision. The Lord is not going to be one day. That goes by that I don't say, Lord, here I am a laborer. Use me today to tell somebody. Use me today to tell somebody about Jesus. Let's win our generations. We don't want one to be lost. 
doesn't matter what they think of us, no matter what they say about us, even if they laugh in our face and we share the gospel, we may be the one planted. So it's hard ground. You know what I'm saying? It hasn't been tilled yet. Somebody else may come along and you know, a little softer. Somebody else may go to that same person. God will use somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Until that ground has been turned enough to, till they just accept Christ right away. I remember witnessing on, the, on a bus in Harlem one day. I was witnessing, and I, as I often did, and I was sharing with this man about Jesus in the back. He was sitting in the back by himself, and I went after him. You know, so I started telling him about Jesus and said, don't you want to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord? You know, why don't you give your heart to the Lord today? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just talking, 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 talking. And the man did this. Lady, lady. I said, because I'm just talking. <laughs> lady. I said, yes. He said, I said it. Yes. <laughs> I want to accept it. <laughs> <laughs> lady. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going out. You know? Don't even hear what he's saying. He's going to stop me and say, Lady, I said yeah. So, so I said, oh, okay. And I led him to Christ and he got wondrous and saved. But we got to tell it. We got to tell people about Jesus. This is the whole reason why we're still here. You hear what I'm saying? This is the whole reason why we are still on the earth. Because there's somebody out there that God wants to reach with the gospel of Jesus Christ who's lost. And if Jesus cracked the crowds today, they would go to hell. Do you hear what I'm saying? There are people in our family yes. 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 that don't know Jesus. Yes. Which one of them do you want to send to hell? Mm. Which one of them? Mm. None. 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 Share this gospel of Jesus Christ. It's the only way. If there was another way, God would have provided it. But he provided the only way. And his name is Jesus. So we are challenged today. And use whatever tools you have to use. Use your Bible. Know the scriptures inside. That you don't have to have a Bible there with you. You can just tell them. Use a little four spiritual laws booklet. Mm-hmm. Use some of these. I took Use some of these. These are things that we used. We went to. Uh, we went to Las Vegas. I think it was. And we used. Uh, my husband. We wanted to go see it because they said it was so grand. So we were going. I said, I'm not going to Las Vegas without telling somebody. But yeah, I'm not going because you know people think you go to Las Vegas and you go and gamble. I said, Oh no! So we this is this is when I made this up. I said, This is when I made this up. God loves you on this side, and and now that you have accepted Christ, what do you do? So this is a track. Y'all can get as many as you want. It's a tool so that you don't have to go. 
you know, when you talk, sometimes it's easier just to give them give something. Them something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and tell them to read. And you see what I'm saying? Or read it with them as you give it to them. Now, you know, I like colors, so here's a bright color. All of them bright colors. But you can get them. They're right on the resource table. But when we, when we, when we were going to Las Vegas, we made up 400 of these to give out on the streets. Now, I'm the one who's like street witnessing. My husband doesn't, you know, that's not the way he was brought. You know what I'm saying? But on the streets, we got to go two by two, so he was with me. You know what I'm saying? So, so we would pray before. We would pray before. We'd take out 100 a day because we were there, I think, four days. And so we took out maybe 100 a day. And, and uh, Lord, show us where to go. Show us where to go. We had some wonderful areas where, that we went in where a lot of people were. Even the policemen were working with us. Wow. When they found out what it was. It was yeah. I, said, I said, that's a safe policeman. Mm-hmm. You know what? But they had to find out what it was because we, we handed stuff out on the street. You know, so when he read it, looked at it, we, we were all right. You know what I'm saying? So, honey, that was like, that was like giving honey to a bee. <laughs> so, so he would pray. We would we'd pray together. He would stand on the side and pray. And I'd start going after people. Just, just going after them. Uh, good, good afternoon. I just want to share this with you. God loves you today. Would you read this? You know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Have you accepted? And if they stand there and start reading, I would say, Have you accepted Jesus as your Christmas? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, let me tell you something else that happened in Las Vegas. I immediately knew the Christians. It, it was annoying inside. I mean, this, this was not in every case, but it was annoying inside. I knew, immediately knew the Christians who were there gambling. Mm. Because when I go up to give them one of these so like this, their, their, their faces would go down. They would be so embarrassed. You know, it was about Jesus, you know what I'm saying? And it happened, you know, several times. It was like, these are Christians. Yeah. 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 Just a buzzing, these these were Christians <laughs> out there gambling. Uh-huh. What in the world? He was saying, "Wow, Lord have mercy, Court. Lord have mercy." Can you imagine that scene in heaven? Because <clears throat> you're gonna be able to see stuff. Can you imagine that scene in heaven when this Christian is gambling next to this sinner? Mm. Mm. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Wow. And that sinner is being thrown into the lake of fire where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth and crying out. Remember in that scripture there's the... uh, the, the, this rich man who had had it all his life, and Lazarus, who yes. was poor and didn't have, and, and Lazarus was in the bosom of Abraham because that's where they went, because Jesus hadn't gone to Calvary yet. And those who were righteous went into the bosom of Abraham, it says. And, and this rich man sees him up there, and he says, Lord, just send him. Send him to. Let Lazarus come and dip his head and finger, you know, cool my tongue. It was so, it's burning. But then he says, send them to them. And he says, if they won't receive Moses and the prophets, they're not going to receive him even if he comes back from the dead. Lord have mercy. Now see, what I'm saying is that's the only way a person should be able to go to hell because you have not, because you have witnessed to them. 
You have told them about Jesus. You've gone after them, and they still refuse. That's the only reason. Go after them. We're here for souls. Preach the gospel. Go into all the world. Preach the gospel. Teach disciples. We're challenged today. To reach our generations for Jesus. Ask God. Lord, is this somebody? Let me talk to somebody today. About how to get saved. Let's do it, amen. Amen. Let's do it, amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your precious rich word today. Your word continues to be a lamp to our feet. And a light to our I don't know if I said everything, Lord. You know my heart, and I ask you to use me. So, Holy Spirit, whatever lack, whatever was lacking, speak to each person here in the name of Jesus in such a way that they just know it's you. That they can't get away from it. That in their sleep they'll hear it. As they go through their day, they'll hear it. That we'll win our generation for Jesus. Lord, save our family, save our children, save our grandchildren, save them, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.